Welcome everybody to Live, Sail, Die's day eight coverage of the sailing from Tokyo. Proudly brought to you by Predictwind and BNG. Next to me, I've got 2012 New Zealand Olympian Susanna Pyatt, uh, 2016 coach in the Laser Radial Fleet. Susanna, you represent New Zealand in the match racing in um, London, and then you campaigned in the 470 for this Olympics, gaining the New Zealand spot, um, but unfortunately not uh, New Zealand didn't take that one up. Um, have you enjoyed watching this game so far? I've definitely enjoyed watching the games. I would rather have been there, but there has been some phenomenal sailing and awesome TV. Yep. Cool, awesome. And of course, Andrew Brown over there. Welcome, Brownie. G'day, how are you guys? So we're going to start yes, from watching yesterday straight into the medal races. Of course, we had New Zealand's Sam Meach competing in the laser class. Um, Suzo, watching that, that medal race, Sam, you know, his stated goal was he needed to go out and win that race to have any chance of a medal, even though it was very, very much outside. You know, to be honest, I was just a little bit disappointed. He never really fired a shot. He didn't get a great start. He had a great opportunity to punch it off the line. Didn't do that, and then the you know, race was tough from then on. Yeah, you said it, Cam. He needed a really good result to have a chance at anything. And unfortunately, he just held back a little bit too much, and we didn't see that. It had been a tough week. He had mm. a bit on, mm. but he wasn't able to deliver it right to the end. Impressive performance by Matthew Wern. You know, obviously he had it wrapped up going in, but showed his class during that medal race as well. To, to, he sort of kept out of the way, but still worked his way through to a second. Yeah, that's right. That's what I noticed the whole time. He was being so respectful of his competitors. Mm. He was saying out of the mix but yet still sailing around them just yeah. showing his class right to the end and we, we had a we had a, a change round on the bronze and silver medalists with the croatian coming through stepanovic getting silver and the the norwegian thomas guard getting bronze so you know and they looked you know both of them incredibly elated to get their olympic medals the laser radial racing you were a, a laser radial sailor for a long time you coached at the last games i'm sure you were very interested watching that there was quite a bit of drama going in um, after the final day we're all we're all interested to see what was going to happen between rindholm and, and baumeister Merritt looked like she was going for gold um, but it didn't quite pay off at the start yeah so Merritt, she's a defending gold medalist. She wouldn't have wanted anything but that gold medal. We knew she was going to go big. She just went a little too yeah. big and couldn't quite get over that pin end. So that gave Rindon a great start to the race, but she was under such pressure. Yeah. After that final day of racing, when she had the opportunity to lock that gold medal in without the medal race, and we just saw her crumble quite publicly all over TV. So she had so much to lose, and she held on. And it, it looked like, you know, for a while out that first beat, she wasn't quite sure if she should cover Baumeister hard or not, and she was getting a bit mixed up with some other boats. So it did look like she was still feeling the pressure, but at the end of the day, she did exactly what she needed to do and won the gold medal, which was fantastic. Yeah, she hung on there, and how awesome for her. Yeah, and, and, and a special note's got to go to... Uh, Josephine Olsen from Sweden, rounded the top mark in seventh, worked her way through to first up that second upwind and snuck the silver medal. And uh, what an incredible feeling that must be to, to actually nail the medal race under pressure and move yourself up. Yeah, awesome result for her. She did all she could and got the 
a really good result out of it. Yeah, and Merritt Baumeister now has this has the set of gold, silver, and bronze. I'm sure she's not too disappointed. Yeah, what would you rather, a gold and two silvers or the full set? Yeah, pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, Brownie, um, you know, I love talking to you about the fin. You know, as a as a you know 470 helmsman over there. Um, JJ yesterday, Josh Jr. an eighth and a first. It's sort of been a bit like that in his series. The eighth is, you know, not a great result in that size fleet. He was fifth at the top mark in that race, ahead of his all, all his competition, slipped back to tenth down the first run, made it a bit difficult on himself, but then came back and nailed the last race for a win to still keep in the hunt there. Yeah, it's um it's a bit they're just holding on. That's that's what we see all the time and, and looking um you know, looking at them and it's like he needs a you know, a bit of firing up before he actually he actually delivers. But as you said, it was a little disappointing yesterday. JJ was, you know, at that first top mark ahead of his competitors. And if he just stayed there, it would be a lot easier job going into the middle race. But in saying that, he still has a really good chance. He's in fourth overall. Of course, and as we all know, it's um, a lot easier for us sitting here talking about it than doing it out on the water. Just staying there is not always quite as easy. But yeah, he's fourth overall. He's only eight points out of bronze, ten points out of silver. You know, that's, that's the case if he's got to get four boats between himself and the Spanish to move up there. Five boats between him and Hungary. So it's definitely all on for that middle race tomorrow. And uh, I certainly wouldn't put money against Josh uh, sneaking into those medals. No, exactly. And as we saw from um, yesterday's medal races, there's there's a lot of current yesterday. Looking at the predict wind current models, there's going to be a lot of current tomorrow. There's a there's a couple of little systems outside Sagami Bay, and all that wind that's outside of the bay, not coming in for the Olympics, but that wind is actually creating a lot of current. And at Sagami Bay, really interesting this morning when I popped on to predict wind to see that. You know, tomorrow we've got a bit more breeze and a lot of current, so anything could be on the cards for tomorrow. Great. Um, NACRA 17, Suzo, you know, the, the Kiwi team of, of uh, Micah and Erica just, you know, have been 12th, finished 12th, with 12th pretty much the whole regatta. It was obviously where they were meant to end up in this week. Probably, I'm sure they'll be disappointed in that overall result. They just couldn't quite get things going. Yesterday they showed glimpses of what they were probably more wanting to do. They rounded the top mark in a couple of races in really good top five positions, but uh, dropping the spinnaker over the front of the boat and a capsize just dropped them back a bit. Yeah, and they are a case of the results just don't tell the story. Mm. They had such a tough build-up uh, with the broken leg, and then they had such a tough day yesterday where the results again just don't tell the story. We mm. saw them rounding that top mark in the top four, and they just couldn't deliver. So definitely a combination to watch out for in the future. Yeah, and so that, that medal race, which will be on tomorrow as well, as, uh, or the next day, uh, looking like it's pretty tied up at the front of the fleet. We've got the Italians, British and German. You know, the, the, the um, Italians have a 12-point lead over silver. Silver has a 12-point lead over bronze, so most likely those things won't change. But, hey, funnier things have happened. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this over to you guys now. 470 woman brownie, um, you know, two more races to go for the 470 fleet. So uh, I'll leave you guys into it. We've got GBR and Poland only one point apart at the top of the fleet, and then the French, uh, you know, a chunk back. 
Yeah, interesting day yesterday again. The British girls and uh, Edith and uh, Hannah just sailed how they needed to sail. They've got themselves into into the leading position. The Polish, who are performing really well, are um, are right there, and it just shows all the hard work they've been doing. The French are a really really good team, so wouldn't count them out. But um, Susanna, you did the worlds over at Inoshina at the Olympic venue at this time two years ago, finishing 15th. Um, really interesting to me that I was there coaching Susanna, so I've I've got a little view into into these things. Um, of the four of the top ten at these Olympics, you actually beat overall at at those uh, world champs. Yeah, and that is yacht racing. Once you get to the top and everyone is at a high level and the fleet is tight, we do know anything can happen if you're there. Yeah, exactly. So um, in fourth we have the uh, Swiss who only only got their um, their qualification early this year in March and um, they're sitting in fourth overall and yet you're sitting next to me. I know. It is a tough one. Um, it is a, a policy we've a lot of us have been victims of and it is really hard to understand. Look, you pour your heart and soul into these campaigns. You're doing four, eight years. You, you achieve your goal. You qualify for the Olympics only to be told you can't have that spot. No one is, is going to go. And you, you really start to question the purpose of what you've been doing. The people that are telling you this, they weren't there every morning you're at the gym. They weren't there when you were on the water fighting day in, day out for years to accomplish your dreams, to qualify, only to be told, no, you're going to sit at home and watch. And um, the interesting fact is you only had been sailing a 470 for 10 months up until those games. You did, you know, to put it into context, you were at the World Champs in, um, in Parma, and obviously that got cancelled through COVID. That was uh, March 2020, and that's when, um, yeah, the questions, I guess, started getting asked. Yeah, there, there are questions. Why did we send six females in sailing to London, five to Rio, and three to Tokyo? There's, there's a downward trend. We've, we've got no female sailors from New Zealand in medal races, so we have none getting medals. What are the barriers? What do we need to change? And how can we make a brighter future for the young girls coming through? Also, uh, with the Olympics this time around, only six um, spots got, got declined by nations and uh, four of them were from New Zealand. Yeah, so we are seeing New Zealand be harsher on selection than other nations. We have qualified a full team for the last three Olympics but we're not taking those spots. We've seen people medal at the past Olympics who potentially wouldn't have been selected under New Zealand standards, like the silver medal going to Annalise Murphy in the radial um, when she was finishing in silver fleet for a lot of that cycle. The gold medal that went to the Spanish in the match racing in London, and they didn't medal in a single Worlds or World Cup for that entire cycle, which does beg the question, at what point have we lost a medal? Yeah. Um, but on a, um, on a fleet that we are in, the 470 men, they had a, um, they had a day that, that they're again just hanging on, they're in fifth place overall. They had a 13th, which is their drop race in the first one, and in the second one an eighth. Again, they made a, a comeback in that race to, to finish eighth. They've got 
obviously they've um, got two more races today and a, and a very light sea breeze. What are your thoughts there, Susanna, on how the boys are going to go today? Yeah, we know they've got the potential to perform, especially in this lighter breeze. In this cycle, we have seen them perform under pressure. They've won a World Cup. They've medalled at two Europeans. The latest being a gold medal, the last sort of event building into this Games. We know they've got it in them. Can they deliver? All right. Thank you, guys. Awesome insight into the world of uh, 470s and also Olympic selection. Uh, today, guys, we've got medal races, and it's, I guess, you know, we left the best till last here. We've got our uh, New Zealand favourites, I guess, Peter Burling and Blair Chook, leading the 49er fleet going into this medal race. A four-point lead, really tight, but, but ahead of the GBR and the Spanish. Basically, they've got the ability to finish one place behind either of those to, to keep securing it. They can't afford to let anybody in between them. Brownie, as we talked yesterday with Logan, they're just going to have to go out and, and be normal Pete and Blair, be aggressive, get out there, nail that race and, and see how the chips fall as they go up that first upwind. Yeah, for sure, especially with the forecast, it's, it's going to be light, it's going to be quite tricky, they're just going to, I, I feel, sail their own race, use their speed and be punchy. Yeah, well, we're really looking forward to that. I think it's going to be on TV at about 6.30 tonight. So everybody, make sure you tune in for that one. And also the 49er FX is going to be an incredibly tight race as well between the, the Dutch, the Brazilians, the Germans, all within three points. The Spanish only another four points back. So I think that'll be a great one to watch as well. And of course, in this light air, they can be really tricky. You make one mistake in that class, you, it can, you can really pay for it. Yeah, and anything can happen. Again, the Spanish, she's a gold medalist from 2012, and, and uh, Martin Grail and Kiana, they're gold medalists from uh, the last Olympics in the FX. That's going to be a great one to watch. So, and also today, we've got the last two qualification races for the 470 men and 470 women, so we're really watching how... Paul Snowhanson and Dan Wilcox can go and close that, close that gap onto that leaderboard. Thank you to Suzo and Andrew today. Thanks, of course, to PredictWind and BNG. Shout out yet again to Sailing Energy for the awesome photos coming back from Japan. We'll see you all tomorrow with day nine and hopefully a, a golden celebration.